Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. titled EPS 2.6 underscore SUCC3SS0R dot P12. Gonna be honest, that might be the most unreadable title we've had so far, which is saying a lot. Like, what is this? What is this title? It's just full of letters and, and numbers and numbers posing as letters and... Letters posing as numbers. <laughs> These episode titles. I hate them. I hate having to try and fumble around reading them out loud. Good God. Anyway, a bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. A rare Elliot-less episode. We took a break from Elliot's storyline this time around. Uh, we sort of got more of the outside of the prison cell. Uh, it, it's all the stuff happening everywhere else in this world. Mainly Darlene. We spend a lot of time with Darlene in this episode. And Mobley and Trenton. Uh, we get this great opening flashback. That's really, really nice of basically Darlene, Mobley, and Trenton all meeting for the first time at the coffee shop. Having that first F-Society meeting. Trenton uh, challenging Mobley to a freaking <laughs> test to see which phone is faster, uh, Android or iPhone. And then... She just hacks him. Because <laughs> Mobley's a goddamn idiot. Uh, Darlene shows up and reads Mobley and Trenton a little... A little word from Elliot. A little manuscript from Elliot. Which just so happens to be the exact opening monologue of the first episode of this show that he gave to the viewer in his narration... 
told us we were your first, Elliot. What the hell? Why? Why? But anyway, it's a nice, it's it's a solid opening flashback. Uh, we go to the present day. Uh, post FBI hack, F Society sort of comes across a conference call that's happening. They get they hack their way out to the conference call. Hear everything they're saying about Operation Bernstein. And then, in true F-Society fashion, they leak all the details, post it all in this video. FBI is putting millions under surveillance for no apparent reason. Now, while this is cool, yay, we exposed the FBI... Mobley is now super paranoid about all this. Like, they said they had 16 suspects, and one of them's dead. That could be Romero. They have us under investigation. What if we're under surveillance? And Darlene's like, hey, dude, we have no proof of that. Like, just calm down. Like, Mobley's just freaking out. This is just, this entire episode from Mobley's perspective is one giant climax of paranoia and all of this is only made worse when Susan Jacobs decides to return home and no one knew that that was happening so immediately they capture her they tie her up and they start to go like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? At one point, Susan Jacobs pulls the old I have to go to the bathroom trick on Trenton, attacks her, and comes out the other side with a pretty nasty head wound. And then they're like, okay, well, we, we obviously can't let her loose. Without some leverage. Let's hack her. Let's own her. Let's do our little blackmail thing. So they hack all of her emails. Hack all of her emails. Uh, They find a thing on a secret Yahoo account. Where she's like. Seducing judges. And so Darlene goes in and is like. You know. They all want to blackmail you but I remember you when you helped E-Corp get away with killing my father I was four years old when I first saw you you were in the back of all these suits and you laughed And she just takes a stun gun to Susan Jacobs, who has a heart condition, tases her, and she falls into the pool super dead. And, like, Mobley and Trenton, like, read her the riot act after this, and they're like, 
wait a minute. There were a ton. There were tons of emails from her doctor saying she had a heart condition. Like you don't. You didn't see any of those, and she's like, no. No, 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 no. It was it was an accident. I swear. I totally didn't mean to kill her after I went on a large monologue about how I spent my entire life hating her. I definitely didn't intentionally murder her. This is the final straw for Mobley and Trenton, and they both leave. Cisco stays, though. And the two of them get rid of the body. They put her in a suitcase. They take her on the subway, which is an insane moment. There's like literally a cop walks right by them and doesn't even turn his head. They go to that same uh, puppy burning place that they went to after 5-9 to burn all their drives. And the dude's like, hey, you screwed me last time. You let all the dogs out. I almost got fired. Didn't even matter. They all just ended up right back here. Further further proof that F Society accomplished literally nothing on 5-9. Did literally nothing. Had literally no impact. If anything, they made everything worse. But they pay this guy, and then they just shove Susan Jacobs into the incinerator and burn her. Burn her corpse. So yeah, Susan Jacobs, super dead. (laughs) Super, 100%, majorly dead. Meanwhile, Mobley and Trenton... They both go to their respective homes, and that paranoia is creeping and creeping and creeping. Like, Mobley's packing up and getting ready to skip town. Trenton's trying to convince her family to move unsuccessfully. They're both hearing noises, and then Mobley gets a little knock on the door from the FBI. And so, he gets taken into custody and interrogated by Dom. And she goes through the whole thing of like, oh, DJ Mobley and the world party. Uh, DJ Mobley, I found this obscure fan page Uh, An obscure fan page for an obscure DJ. That fan page is made by you. And DJ Mobley, obscure DJ no one's ever heard of, makes a great hacker handle. Dom just completely nails Mobley, and Mobley, without batting an eye, goes, Lawyer. And then Dom gets read the riot act by her boss, by Santiago, and is like, Hey! You got nothing on this guy. Nothing substantial. We got this Bernstein crap coming down on us. And now you're holding this guy for 12 hours for nothing. You know how that looks? This is done. Let him go. So Mobley 
narrowly escapes. Uh, immediately sends a message to Trenton. Hey, we're burnt. We gotta leave. And so they're both kind of scrambling to skip town. Trenton's in a coffee shop all alone because Mobley told her to meet him there. He's not showing up. She's been waiting for two hours. We don't know what's happened to Mobley. Stuff's not great for F society at the moment. Everyone's freaking out. And for good reason. All this time, Angela is at a bar with this one dude who we saw... A while back, uh, this one dude she met at a bar for two seconds and immediately had sex with. Uh, she's on a date with him and super distracted. Like, she's just running around like a damn zombie at this point. She's doing some karaoke. Some friend of her father's comes up to her and just rips into her for bowing down to the corporate scumbags who... Killed her mother. And and the go- the dude asks, who are you? And she goes on this whole tirade about like how... Wait, you're a plumber. You're 60 years old. And the best you've come up with is cleaning up shit for a living. I'm 27 and have a six-figure salary at the largest conglomerate in history. And I'm just getting started. She starts hitting on this one old dude at the bar. And later in the episode, it is revealed that this dude that Angela's been seeing, who Angela had sex with that one time, went on the date with, and then fully ditched. That dude is an FBI agent. That dude has been assigned by Dom... To get close to Angela and find stuff out. Once again, Angela has crap taste in men. (laughs) And then there's this ending. Which, holy crap. Uh, Darlene wakes up at Cisco's place. Cisco's in the shower. Darlene decides, I'm going to hack Cisco's computer. She finds out that Cisco's been on this uh, chat room with the Dark Army. Talking about how, like, I have her. She's at my place. And in the chat, they're like, hey, good job with the Femtocell. Which, by the way, in the last couple episodes, I've kept saying Fentacell. Fentacell, 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 Fentacell. It's Femtocell. Femtocell with an M. I'm an idiot. But... They're like, hey, good job with the Femtrum cell. Stage two is ready. So Cisco and his Dark Army contacts have a serious ulterior motive, a serious shadow agenda, piggybacking off of all of this F Society stuff. They're basically using F Society as pawns. In whatever game they're playing. And then Cisco comes out of the shower. Sees the smashed laptop. Is like what the hell. And then Darlene hits him in the head with a bat. And that's the end of the episode. So yeah. F Society. 
F Society is just, like, fully broken. F Society is done. (laughs) Or at least all but done. Like, all the key members, like, we have this, like, this paranoia-driven destruction, basically. And it's really well done. This episode is so, so good. Even without Elliot. Even with Elliot just sort of off in his own little world, just being in prison. Like, just off the backs of Darlene and her F-Society cohorts and just the tiniest dash of Angela for good measure. Like, it's great. You'd think... You'd think they wouldn't be able to do an entire episode ignoring their primary character, especially since their primary character is, like, half the reason this show is as good as it is, and everything around him is half the reason this show is as good as it is. You'd think they wouldn't be able to pull it off, but they did. They absolutely did do, like, just an entire hour of every bit as good storytelling as usual, just without their primary character and their primary anchor for the entire show. That's the mark of a good show, quite honestly. Where they can have an entire episode where their main character is nowhere to be found. Or barely in it at all. And the supporting cast can just carry their own hour. Perfectly. That's a sign you got a show that's just really, really, really fantastic. Uh, anyway, we're about two-thirds of the way through the season. We only got like... Four episodes left here. And then we're halfway through the whole thing. So, getting close to the bitter, bitter end of season two. Get ready, because, God, these last few episodes of the second season. Holy shit. (laughs) There's gonna be some stuff. Let's just say that. Anyway. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 9. Talk to you then.